Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Vizdira, Kit, and Flick! Last week, the party took care of a strange elemental upheaval that caused fires in the vicinity of the Arcanium to spring to life and attack people and buildings alike. Fortunately, a clutch casting of Tidal Wave from our druid Kit took care of the issue swiftly. Once things were back under control, our adventurers returned to the Arcanium to try their luck speaking with Rithmala, which went, well, about as well as everyone expected, to be honest. What decisions will the party make about accepting help from the three changed Arcanists? What's the deal with these elemental upheavals? And what spell is Kit going to use to short-circuit my future elemental encounters? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. I won't Hello. lie. I have been thinking about that last question. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have. Just, I bet you have. And well done, as you should. It's always fun to uh, uh, put such a wedge into a dm's plan that they just started like uh, g- 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 like they can't even go further they're like i guess that's it <laughs> i guess it's over I don't, okay we're done here no it was great i like it you, look y'all are high level adventurers well you're tier three adventurers uh but that's powerful you can deal with shit quickly that's fine how are we all good 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 yeah it's been a few weeks for real this time, not mm-hmm. not Alex few weeks. What does not that mean? Minutes. Oh, 20 that minutes. means you always get mad at me when I pretend. Oh, that it, sorry. When no, I, I don't <laughs> pretend that it's been a week. Sorry, I wasn't playing along. Um, I'm furious you brought up the fact <laughs> that well, we take it, weeks in between. <laughs> no, no, we're done. Uh, uh, but we just had, we're all a little bit have a unique energy before this episode because we just spent about half an hour uh, with the whole team. Well, the whole team except Bria. We miss you, Tyron. Tyron. Uh, but the rest Tyron. of the team. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Tyron. 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 <laughs> but the rest of the team all got on the call a little bit early uh, and started talking about, you know, plans for, for the last two seasons, including Robert, so that Robert and I can can be ready for your all shenanigans. So we're all sort of already, our brains are already in the game and the Mm -hmm. plan and the activities. I think we're, are we ready to go? Or sorry, Liz, did you have something? Does anyone have a... Uh, Does somebody else has started a new show or something to have some yeah. new show i would be remiss to not mention at least at some point and i don't know if any of you all are watching or not but uh i have to say as someone who has watched a grand total of about four hours of critical role in my life i am really really enjoying the legend of o- legends of ox machina animated series that has started coming out it's really good there were nine episodes in and like it's a lot of fun and it's well done there are enough like inside baseball things in there that it's fun as someone who plays D&D and recognizes them but also like it's just a really entertaining fantasy cartoon like adult cartoon yeah it's real good are any of you watching it by chance no Mm-mm. oh check it out they're half hour episodes too so it's it's on Amazon Prime it's on <laughs> Amazon Prime mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you please leave that in? Because <laughs> that was amazing to see your brain just stop working for a second. Amazon it's Prime. It's on Amazon okay. Prime, yeah. yeah. We've been very disappointed with Amazon Prime lately because it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of good stuff on it. Their shows are real hit and miss, but this mm-hmm. one that's on there is 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 good. I have really enjoyed it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Karin? <laughs> first, first things first, I have to announce that I'm going to make a joke because that's how all good jokes Why? go. But I was waiting... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When you said Amazon Prime, so I was waiting for you to say, but it's really D&D. 
Like you always do. Oh my god, it's Amazon oh, Prime. It's like yeah. Emma, but, but make, make, it, make it, it D&D. 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 Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're not sponsored by Amazon Prime. Just thought we should. We have said the terms Amazon and Prime many times already this episode. So fingers crossed. True. So, (laughs) all right. Wait a minute. What's your other thing, though, Karn? Um, really, it's very sad that Taryn's not here because she's probably the only person who would appreciate this. But I've been watching uh, Australian Survivor, (laughs) which is really, really good. Um, Do they just send them to the outback? They're just like, drive four hours into the center of the country and then you're fine. No, it's a... They're like, this is a Tuesday for us. Like, we don't... (laughs) (laughs) No, they're still like stranded out in the middle of uh, a random place, but... um, but it's like a totally different production team. So even though it's like the same core game, it has mm-hmm. a very different feel. And I like it a lot. It's very good. So any Survivor fans out there, highly recommend if you're needing a fix. Okay. Gotcha. We like a twist on the original. We like it. We like it. I, Anything else? I, I'm going to say a program that I'm guaranteeing no one else in this group cares about at all um but if any listener watches the real housewives of salt lake city knew you were gonna say real housewives i it it, those women are unhinged and it (laughs) is incredible to watch that is all i'm going to say they they have a cult a, a supposed cult leader in there that Ojen Shaw is like been arrested for like all it is just wild and um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. There's one more episode before the reunion and apparently the reunion got real. What's the word like that violent? they used? There was some. <laughs> no, it didn't get violent. Well, that I, I don't know. I guess I guess watch and find out. I don't know. <laughs> Well, we gave you quite the spread of media wrecks this oh, right. week, yes. uh, from The Legend of Vox Machina to The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and is... Survivor is apparently the middle ground, so there you go. Quite the spread. I love it. All right, there's our banter. Let's play D&D. <laughs> We've gotten to the point where we say, there's our banter, <laughs> and that officially ends the banter section segment of this podcast. <laughs> It's yeah, really, this, it, I'm sure there's someone out there that like all they live for is the banter and then they're like, eh, I can, I'll listen to it later. You know, like they just don't even care. I was sure that that couldn't possibly be true. And then I found out and then I met someone who is like that. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we'll do it. All right. Now we are playing <laughs> D&D though. Here we go. Cue the music. So uh, we left you all last time. You were conversing. I believe you are still, in fact, down in the Arcanium with Rithmala, conversing. The topic of conversation that we left you all with was Bizdira had come up with a possible solution to Rithmala requiring a host to be able to, for you all to be able to allow her out of the Arcanium securely. And Bizdira had brought up the possibility of perhaps using a Glorp person as Rithmala's host, because there would be a level of control there and like, you know, sort of a a ticking clock because without additional glorp, it can only survive so long. The issue that was brought up, the only problem that was brought up that Kit had sort of been thinking about was that in doing that, you would be linking Rithmala to the all glorp, which feels like the most unholy of unions in some ways. Uh, Oh, the mind control. (laughs) uh, But that is where we left you all, sort of, sort of making I, making plans and ideas about how to how to make use of the arcanists. Now I just want to ask, do we want to pick up right immediately where we left off? Do you all have more that you would like to 
discuss directly with Rithmala, or shall we uh, just do a little bit of a time hop and and pull you guys above ground so you can have a conversation not in her presence? I feel like I'm okay with a time hop as long as we can kind of retcon anything that we think of yeah, to be like, oh, but can we say we asked her first? Sure, you know? sure. I'm well, cool with that. And can we maybe ask her like, hey, we're probably, or tell her like, we might need to come ask you something else. Can we do that, you know, easily and freely and whatever? I don't know. Yeah, and she says, of course you can, but I'm going to start charging. <laughs> We don't will. deal with um, monetary uh, <laughs> systems in this campaign, so I don't think we can do that. I, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to charge you money. Basira has some of those beetles left over. <laughs> We're like, what do we Brand. have on our person? I was like, I have shiny. <laughs> I was thinking little jaunts in the in the open air, the fresh air free of the Arcanium for short periods of time for every question, but we can We're negotiate next time you're here. We're yeah, that's, We'll, we'll come back. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, and I guess I should ask before you all leave the Arcanium, do y'all want to talk to guard? No. <laughs> I'm okay for now. <laughs> At this moment in time, not really. Okay, great. That's fine. I, that's okay. Uh, all right. So then you all can be amidst the guardian encampment. Uh, they have already started, you know, in the time that you were down there dealing with Rithmala, because you all came up, inundated the camp with a tidal wave, and then went back downstairs immediately. So, <laughs> that's um, what we do. That's what we do. Hey, yeah. I sent a little wolf around to heal some people. That's true. That's true. You did also do that. I shouldn't. The I shouldn't definition of like broad stroke solution was just like <laughs> engulf all everything and then just like send a healing spirit all the way through. <laughs> I think that it was the most effective thing and Efficiency. we would have been more unhappy fighting the big giant scary thing. Right. I mean, speak for yourself, but yes, the, the, it was very efficient. <laughs> Fine. The people of the camp should yeah. be happier with this outcome. They very that, much are. Yes. They very much yes. are. And they give you no shit as you all come back out. They just, my point was that they are, you know, mopping and Did cleaning they burned things and all of that. No, they don't applaud. They're, they're dealing they with a lot of... They are a noble ancient order of guardians and Kit just did something awesome and then walked away by dousing their entire encampment with water and so they're you sorting through the, their belongings a little water damage never hurt anybody okay that is decidedly I, untrue, I, I, untrue that is <laughs> that's the not a true statement the fire would have been worse fire would have been worse in this instance so, mm-hmm. anyway sure. so what what's next I mean what do you so Right now, you all have some decisions to make about the Arcanists and if and how they will be able to help you all. Also, there are a few other things that I know that you've mentioned that you're hoping to accomplish here on the Western Island before you begin to rally allies on the other uh, the other islands. So you all tell me, what's what's the order of business? Do we want to deal with um, a conversation about the Arcanist first? Do we want to sort of make those decisions? Do you all want to go talk to another group and get a, a more of an overview? What's, what's up? What's next? I think it might be helpful to go talk to this um the group of voyaging kobolds if nothing else but to get an idea of what they saw and maybe we can um i don't know streamline our plans with that information a little bit i don't know what do you all think yeah i actually now that you say that i wonder if talking to the kobolds who have seen the central island will actually help us understand if they're like what the phases of our plan might need to be like if we yeah, I, th- I think that that would be really helpful, especially as we try to formulate the specific asks um, we have of people. Because mm-hmm. I certainly have no idea what we should ask R- of Rithmala. 
or guard. I have a bit of an idea for Uza, but... Okay. Yeah, I think it yeah. might give us an idea of what we need, at least as far as, like, front lines-wise, or, like, who, mm-hmm. sure. you know, eventually who goes over there first and what we need to sure. be prepared for in terms of, like, I don't know, actually landing the ships, if they're actually yeah. able to be landed on the island or if we have to travel by air or, you know, I don't know. It, a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or yeah. submarine manta ray. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, Precisely. Sure. Okay. So uh, Hawks can can certainly, you know, give you a, let you know where those folks are because they're not actually back at the tunnels. They are <clears throat> as sailors and shipwrights and stuff. They're actually over on the coast, uh, the, the eastern coast of the island where uh, a lot of that stuff has been taking place. So you all can head that way if that is the next order of business. Anything else here among the Guardians and the Arcanium before you all head off? I'm not sure if this is specifically the time that it needs to get brought up, but if we are on a time crunch to intercept the sister, it might be behoove us to ask the Guardians to act as like emissaries with the Orcs and the yuan to see if they will... Join the good fight. After you all had the bad fight with them, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, this, is the, this is the greater good, not yeah. the... Ugh. Your mage ascendant kept us prisoner for months on end, sure. and your orc ladies were trying to kill our friends. Like, you know, it, it's it's the sure. greater good. Sure. Am I mistaken in thinking that Sylphson is also on that coast where we're about to go? It is. The shipwrights and stuff, they're a little further north of the the because it's the Sylphson's sort of on like the southeastern like corner. The island is sort of vaguely triangular shaped and it's sort of on the southeastern corner and the shipwrights are about midway up the eastern coast. But but yes, it is generally that direction. Would you all, I don't know, what do you think about while we're over there, like after we speak to the sailors, maybe asking some of the guardians to come with us to talk to the sailors so that maybe we could go to Silfson after that. But we also don't really know what we, what we want specifically from the yuan So I don't, I don't know. We could also come up with it on our way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Ms. Dira has any real interest in actually going to Silfson. <laughs> I wondered. I did yeah. wonder. All right. I think she specifically is like, I'll stay with the sprites, the, the sailors, whatever. Yeah, I'll stay with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we also don't have to go. That's We can ask, I, I don't know. We have a lot of options, but I thought that was, right. since we're Why going over there anyway. Yeah, I think maybe we should talk about it on our way over and maybe after we talk to the sailors to the point of like trying to get an idea of what exactly it is we're going to need. Because, you mm-hmm. know, if their report like indicates that we're going to need whatever, lots of magical items or whatever it might be that would actually mm-hmm. be helpful from the yuan then that's, we can reassess. That was my main idea is that I know that they have yeah. a lot of magic items. But nonetheless, I think we should probably ask at least some of the guardians to come with us if it's not just for like, I don't know, extra hands and eyes and things like that. <laughs> that, that was, that was the weirdest up, way to say uh, that, but okay. <laughs> it was a very weird way to say that. We're, it's fine. I am curious how you are going to get there. Are you walking or are you tree striding? That's not the spell I know, but. I mean, I don't necessarily anticipate that we would need to use another one of my sixth level spells today. <laughs> So I think, like, if our point is, like, trying to get this done quickly so we can go over to the Eastern Island, then, yeah, I'll just use a, um, a walkthrough. I think we're on a time crunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, great. That's fine. And that also makes it easier for the Guardians, too, because obviously they're happy to help in any way that they can, but they do have duties. This will make it all take a little less time, so that's fine. Actually, really quickly before we go, since since Kit did have a bit of an idea of what she wanted to ask Uza based on her cryptic cryptic message and Mm. what followed... um, I actually just want to go down and, like, have a quick conversation with her. Sure. Just to ask her if she if she's willing to take part in our mission. And there is a moment of silence as you ask that. And then uh, there's almost, it is the weirdest thing because you've never really heard Uza sort of laugh before. Mm-hmm. But there's like a, a sort of kind chuckling sound like as you are walking up to her, <laughs> which is, you know, typical. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she knows what's coming, I guess. But um, as you make me a, make me an insight check, Kit. Sure. Oh, it's not going to be very good. Oh no. Oh, it's not terrible though. I forgot that my insight is pretty pretty decent. It's a fourteen. Oh yeah, that's enough. As the as that question is asking is leaving your mouth, you realize that this must be the question that Uza saw you asking her, because her response was, "I think I can, but I don't know how." And so you asking, "Do you think you might be able to help us?" It all sort of clicks into place, and she j- and then after after a moment, Uza just replies, "You know, obviously like." making a conscious effort to allow you to finish the question before she responds, which is kind of difficult for her. Well, I thought maybe you could help protect this island and warn them if another attack, another elemental attack will happen. Yes, 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 that's exactly how I help. Of course it is. Finally, a chance to assist. Yay. Oh, she's so broken, the poor girl. (laughs) Yeah, she's just been watching horrible things happen in the future and not been able to do anything for for years, for centuries. Centuries. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also, yeah, yeah. she loves this. This is great. Hey. Yeah, um, so, you know, well, you tell me. What's up? Oh, I was going to say to her, I'm so happy that you you can help this way. And um, would it, I think maybe we'll station someone down here so that if you need to give them a message uh, that something is coming, they can relay it uh, to everyone above ground. Does that make sense to you? She interrupts you right after you say someone down here uh, Mm. to say, not Brita. Oh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> is there a reason? I don't know yet. What? Oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Taryn is going to be so mad oh if you make Brita into an evil character. Every episode we have one. I didn't say anything about Brita being evil. I just said that Uza doesn't want Brita being the one to liaise. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, not Brita. That's fine and not concerning at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get that moving. Thanks, Uza. <laughs> don't really know how to interact with this. Thank you, guys. With this, this um, thing. <laughs> yeah, she for this sure said you're welcome before you said thank you, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, great. So yeah, she's very happy to do that and, and you know, to the best of her abilities... <laughs> woe betide whoever has to go down there and listen and have conversations with her where she's ahead of every sentence but you know uh, yeah absolutely that I think that's a that's a really cool idea for Uza. Huzzah so we I go back up and we send somebody down here to this questionable position great great uh, yeah one of the guardians you know and they'll 
like one of the initiates or something. Yeah, sure. And if we were to look a little bit in the future, uh, we will see that eventually they, uh, you know, decide to rotate out the duty because it's a lot. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would hope so. I would hope they do. Yeah, yeah. But never is Brita put on the roster for reasons that none, no one really understands. I mean, she has to manage the roster. Well, right. And, you know, she's busy and Hawks, she and Hawks have all kinds of you know, half-cocked harebrained schemes now that now that the Arcanists <laughs> have actually been successful. <laughs> You'll come back, they will have invented Molotov cocktails. Um, oh, my right. God. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh, okay. wait, I know I would know something I wanted to do. Oh, I sure. wanted to, I'm going to go find that little gear thing that has my mace. <laughs> <laughs> that little gear rope. Oh, no. <laughs> Who has locate objects? <laughs> yeah, so you have seen, you've had no, there's been no sign, really, of any other other constructs other than Robert. And Robert has been pretty, I mean, is around and perfectly happy to chat, but has sort of been keeping to themselves and taking care of, you know, the Arcanium and everything else on their own. But you haven't seen any of the other, any of the the constructs that killed Bizdira, any of those three, or was it four, constructs that you all had to, like, chase around to get past the first level. So, yeah, you can absolutely look for them. Why don't you can okay, I also maybe this. Well, I was going to ask maybe some of the guard, who cleaned up this place like oh they i want to know who like I, the constructs I, the and robert did oh no no, no did. the constructs and robert did yeah well then i want to go talk to robert and see where he put it <laughs> he had to have found it all right sure you can go talk to robert uh and you ask he well yeehaw my friend i don't know i ain't seen no kind of maze but did you see the the construct rogue that may have taken it. Oh, that little scamp. No, I ain't seen him in a while, but you know, things have been done gone missing, so I bet he's yeah. been taking all kinds of stuff. That's I exact- bet you can find him. That- okay, fine. <laughs> Good luck. Then off I go. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Not helpful, oh, Robert. Not a, wedge, not a wedge to be inserted in this plan, is there, DM? <laughs> Not a wedge okay, but, to be inserted. Okay, but Robert Robert wasn't able to directly help you. But <laughs> but where okay, so tell me where like there are four levels. Two I, of them well, are quite dangerous. Uh, if that thing's still moving if that thing's still moving around, I have no clue where it is. I mean I'm gonna start on the second level where I think okay. I left it. I I like don't remember exactly, but I well, think you I didn't left it leave in there. It anywhere, but. Oh, it snuck off. Okay, well. No, I think I put it down. That was the thing. Like, I put it down, and then it probably went away. I see, I see. All right. Well, you're starting on the second floor. I like that. Make, I'll take either perception or investigation. I like it because that is, in fact, where it was last. Thank you. Uh-huh. I thought I remembered. You said what now? But it's been, like, three years, right, since we've been here? Oh, it's been. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. It's been, yeah. Uh, well, it's been it's two been months. Seven <laughs> decades. Perception or investigation, whichever one's better for you. I think I it's perception. I think it's you, perception, but... yeah, so that's an, uh, a 19. Little yeah, well, you, so you, <laughs> how, okay, before I start describing this, how long are you willing to devote to searching for this maze? Well, I don't know, maybe that entire conversation with Kit downstairs, maybe I went with her, and so that entire conversation is spent oh, okay. Okay. So with like, me searching. More than a couple of minutes, but less than like an hour. Maybe an hour. Okay, maybe an hour. Okay, fine. So, uh, with a 19, you this one has sentimental value. Does it? You never used it. I. But that one time that I did use it, it wasn't there, and it was really d- distressing. It's, it's oh principle. 
All right, so you you go, uh, you start searching, and you know it's tough because they really have done an excellent job of cleaning up, which makes it difficult to sort of track anything in this area. Um, but eventually, you're pretty sure that it is not on the second, like it's no longer on the second level. And I will say that Robert can tell you that those little constructs from the first floor, the ones that had the, you know, that you needed to get, they they don't they don't rightly like to go anywhere near, you know, any anywhere lower in the second level. Things get kind of scary, and they don't have a, a ton of defenses and all that. So I don't believe that he would have taken it any further down than level two. So it must be up here somewhere. So you can start searching on the first level if you like. Absolutely, I would. Great. I'll While take I'm at it, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna solve that riddle in the wall that we never solved. Yeah, right. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> That's a 17 for perception. 17. Well, for what it is worth, you scour the first floor and all signs point to that riddle uh, that it might very well be behind that door. I'll come back later. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Hilarious. (laughs) Amazing. How dare you put it behind that wall? It's like, does someone just want to Google the way to get through that thing? Because, like, yeah, I, it's been two years now. This one, it actually has been two years. So, okay, phenomenal. Anything else before we head east to the sailors? I'd like to consecrate the well, please. God. <laughs> Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcement. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be bananas if you could pop on oh yeah, yeah. if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a five-star reading and a review so we can read it on the air. Keeping it short and sweet this week, we want to remind you about our Patreon page. You can get all kinds of cool stuff by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash dnd. Last Refuge, go check it out. Remember when you join, a portion of your contribution also goes to other Patreon creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program because we're a community and we help each other out. And that's awesome. Some of the folks that have been contributing to that program and to our show for a while now and that we want to thank very, very much, of course, are our Heralds of Denier, Shimigan got Tanya and Ark, and our Shimmerscale tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merc Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. If you want to get shoutouts on the show just like that and much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Okay, I said short and sweet, so here it is. You should play Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, even if you're not really into video games. You can play it on any console, on your computer, on any mobile device, so really, no excuses. And if you check our episode notes every week, you get a code for a free chest of loot. What is the downside? Uh, you can check out more about the game by following them on Twitter at idlechampions champions, or by going to their website, codenameentertainment.com. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D.
We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media media. Okay, that's all the announcements we got for you this week. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can. And happy gaming, y'all. Alright, we find you all now, then. Uh, in the east, you all have tree-stridden... Nope. You all have traveled <laughs> via plants uh, to the eastern coast of the island. Uh, how many guardians did you all bring with you? Like three, probably. Okay, great. So you you three and your three guardian companions uh, step out of the trunk of a mighty tree on the eastern coast of, of the Western Island. What are their and names? You can... <laughs> <laughs> it's because I wouldn't give you back the I'm sorry, I'm feeling, mace, I'm feeling frisky today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay, I'm feeling violent, so... Um, <laughs> You said you chose love this year. Choose love. Oh, you're right. Yes. I did choose, choose love, love this season. I forgot. You're absolutely right, Alex. What a good leading question for a DM to make the story more full and real. You want names for these folks, Steven? Huh? Yeah, sure. Steven. Okay. Steven. Oh, Sylph's. That could be the yuan <laughs> That's a good yuan there, Steven. Steven. No. No. <laughs> the yuan name is Umberfrail. That is such a weird that name is, for a, mm, a okay. Oh my god, are you complaining about the names <laughs> that you asked for now? Because they have such a, like, <laughs> th- this, like, so many S's, like, we, Umberfrail. Uh, immediately he comes up with a name and we're like, that's <laughs> well, I just I can imagine to be like this is Steven and the works names are Bob and Steve right exactly <laughs> oh no I'm serious the orcs yeah. names are Bob and Steve and the Yuanti is Umberfail I think that's Fine. great I think it's great <laughs> except Bob is gonna be like B-A-A-B and Steve Bab. is <laughs> Bab <laughs> Please make it bad. <laughs> bad. Yeah, okay, Umber Frail. Bab. It's bad. Steve. Oh, God, it's too good. Okay, so Umber Frail, Bab, and Steve have accompanied you to the east. And it's literally pronounced Bab. <laughs> Is that Bab? It's Bab. You gotta get the little, the eh, underneath. Oh, I'm <laughs> Uh, it's it's really hot in this room where I am right now. No, <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Okay. Oh, tears down my face. <laughs> so, you all and the three guardians whose names shan't be spoken again uh, <laughs> arrive on the east coast, and you can see uh, you can see off in the distance to to the south or I guess a little bit to the southeast, uh, the walls of Silfson sort of up on that cliff. Is it still on, like, smoking a little bit? It is bit? not still on fire, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know it's only been seven weeks, but I mean still. Oh 
No, it is not still on fire. It is It is quiet, though, and you don't see... I mean, you're a little ways out, so, you know, it's hard to get a good look, but, like, you don't see obvious, like, guard patrols on the crenellations, on the, you know, top of, like, the walls of the city and that sort of stuff. It, there's not a ton of activity or movement or anything. And then you also see, you know, you've you've uh, the guardians can sort of guide you to a little uh, a little sort of winding path that goes down to the shore, to a little beachy area on the shore, uh, where a little another little very obviously like workers camp. It's uh, you know, it's not shoddy conditions, but it's clearly like temporary housing and that sort of stuff uh, set up down here. There's a there's a makeshift little dock that's been built and just you know, pieces, bits of ship hulls and piles of timber and things like that sort of all over the place. Great big uh, sort of area where sails are being very, very slowly sewn together. And there's there are a bunch of uh, primarily kobolds here, and that's what you see. <laughs> Do the Guardians know who is in charge over here? Do we know who's in charge? They have a, I mean, they certainly have someone that they interface with. I don't, I don't, I mean, that's as close to in charge, I think, as, as they can give you at this point. But yeah, um, they can, they can bring you to their little liaison. Often the interaction between these folks and the Guardians is sort of just like uh, materials and supplies trade, right? They help them, they help to get supplies, timber and, and sailcloth and stuff like that to them. So it's, it's mostly that sort of thing. Well, I feel like, like us arriving, they would recognize us and be mm-hmm. like, oh my totally. God, you know, mm-hmm. and from there we can be like, all right, we need to have like a meeting with those of you who have gone out to the central island and just like have like get like a little a page boy kobold or something to like go around and find oh. everybody hey mister <laughs> you're the little um, messenger boy so most of that actually is not necessary so you you meet up with the the liaison the guardian's liaison uh and tell them that you're cert that you want to have a chat with those uh, those sailors who went and did the voyage to the center, and immediately you can sort of tell, no insight check required, that the liaison is a little concerned, I guess, is the is the neutral word to use, uh, about you all having extended conversations with those folks. Um, and he just says, they've, uh, they've been through a lot. Um, we'll be gentle. <laughs> yeah, I, we, well, I... I We'll tell them, you know, I, I think this is of the utmost importance right now. And we this do, we don't need to have a conversation right now. And we don't need to hear everything that they have to say right now. But we do want to speak to them, you know, if they're comfortable while we're here. We, we just have other, other things to get to. Yeah, and he t- like he's, he feels like they will be willing to, to chat with you. He's just like, you know, be be gentle, be aware. They've... They've like, had a rough go of it. Grab him up, yeah, like, say, sure. no, but be like, tell us everything, right? Like, but he also just means like, you know, they are gonna really want to help you, but they have yeah. been like, mm-hmm. they saw some shit over there, mm-hmm. and so they, you know, it, it was a lot, yeah. and and if they are unable or immediately mm-hmm. unwilling to answer any particular questions, we, uh, we this will guy hold is just—he's obviously very protective of this crew. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we're all pretty protective of the kobolds. So, well, and I and I don't, to be very clear, like I don't want you all to think that he's like you all are too much and you're gonna upset. Like that's not <laughs> it. He just is a protective dude mm-hmm. uh, for his crew and wanted you all to have the heads up that. You know, I mean, we are kind of a lot, so I understand. But also that. <laughs> 
So he takes you over uh, to to a little ways off the beach to to some of the the temporary housing, and there are you know several folks, several kobolds here too that are sort of going about you know more sort of daily domestics, right? There's um, cooking going on and cleaning and all that sort of stuff, and there's a larger uh, structure that's been put together, that's been put up, uh, that sort of seems like a like a community hall type thing, big tables in it, places to sit, that sort of stuff, and you're taken in there and taken over to a little group of about eight kobolds who are all sitting together fairly quietly, just having a meal together. And you all get introduced to uh, the Shimmerscale tribe's only water-tested ship's crew. Do we have some names for these guys, too? (laughs) (laughs) There's two of them, not eight, and their names... Uh, no, yes. Uh, yeah, so uh, the the liaison sort of uh, introduces them all around very quickly and uh, says, this is X, this is Et, this is Galax, this is Garu, this is Hagnar, this is Urtos, this is Molo, and this is Rotom. I'm not going to remember any of those. Hello, uh, friends. Thank you. I mean, yeah. Hey, buddy. I got the first three. <laughs> I remember X. That's it. Hey, y'all. Uh, can we sit down with them? Like yeah yeah they absolutely like them? they know who you are they recognize you all uh, you you tend to stand out on TLR uh, and and they're you know excited and and honored and a little confused and absolutely invite you to to have a seat and and yeah I think Flick would begin making sort of like light conversation like oh what, what you know what does you know sort of day to day life look like for you these days like now that you're like what do you do you have any daily duties? Uh, are you, you know, that kind of thing, just to start? Yeah, and, you know, one of them starts to, to say, you know, well, ever since we got back, and then one of the other ones, like, elbows him, and he goes, oh, sorry, right, um, Har, uh, ever since we got back. From- <laughs> yes. Oh, God, that makes me so happy. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I just needed to get that joke, and I'm not going to tell you their daily schedule, but you can have small talk. Yeah, right, okay, we have small talk, you're right. Thank you. Um, oh, God. <clears throat> I, I, I don't mean to be un, un, impolite, but uh, what brings you to to our camp here? I mean, uh, y'all, uh, you have many important things to take care of, I imagine. Well, that's uh, actually why we're here, is that we do have some important, well, let's call them now deadlines um, that we need to make. And uh, <laughs> we're here that uh, we're here to maybe actually get some information from you. And like half of them immediately understand what this meeting is about. And like, they don't, I don't want to exaggerate it. They don't like shut down and start weeping, right? But like, they definitely, there is definitely a change in the, the, the air, right? Uh, the other four are like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. What? Like, not at all putting the dots together. But the ones that ha- the ones that know what's coming are clearly like stealing themselves, uh, and the one that you were talking to before, Flick says, "I, uh, I, I suppose some of us did wonder when we'd get around to this part." Bria, uh, wow, not Bria. Zira nope. in Celestial would like to turn to Kit and just kind of whisper, "Hey, do you have any like emotional support?" animals you can turn into. She, she can't talk I mean, when she's an animal. Yeah, she... No, I but know. I mean, like... I want to ask questions. Just being, like, a nice 
thing. I don't know. Can I just summon you some summon? cats yeah. or something? <laughs> yes. No, not cats. We'll do puppies because puppies are going to want to play more. I also do feel like cats and kobolds is maybe a dangerous combination. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. a nice, like a, a good like pub name. Cats and kobolds. <laughs> cats and kobolds. Oh, that is good, actually. I also feel like I, tur- I feel like I have a memory of turning into a puppy in the kobold tunnels so they're probably like used to seeing puppies around are like oh puppies hooray you definitely did like a mini horse you did like a little pony when we had our winter episode all right well the puppies are going to give you all uh advantage on any uh charisma checks that you need to make during any of this which which may or may not happen but in case you do that has put them a little bit at ease so i guess it's time to make the ask now that's um, more charismatic than me perhaps well uh i'm sorry i'm sorry hold on a second did you just (laughs) say the word charismatic yes i did that's all we need to know I think I'll... Like... After, yeah, right. Here I go. Here I go. Here yep, I go. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, I will just... Uh, when, Especially when they register, like, I'll, I'll kind of notice that half of them are, realize sort of the gravity of what I'm about to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and just say, what What was it? What was it? What... Uh, what can we expect? Because uh, we are actually going to have to venture over there at some point. And there is a, a prolonged moment of silence as, you know, the four who didn't get it catch up, and then sort of they all look to each other for a minute and, like, clearly share something and are trying to gather how they're going to talk about this. And finally, one of them says, don't rush Tard's head in that way. We know you'll have to eventually, but um, what was it you want to know? It was horrible. It was as if the world itself were set against us. Creatures coming out of the ground, made of fire and smoke and air and water, prowling the place, things you never could have imagined, or any way we couldn't. You know, it took two of us. We were ten when we started. No, I don't think we knew that. I'm sorry to hear that. It was hard enough even getting to the shore. There were storms and massive whirlpools and vortexes in the sea. But eventually we did manage to make it through and weren't sure it was a good idea to go ashore, but, well, two of us thought it was necessary. We needed to see what there was there, what you all would have to contend with one day, I suppose. One of them made it back, survived for a few hours. The other one we never saw again. It was as if the entire central island knew we were there and didn't want us. If it's if it if it's not too painful, do you mind it did did your fellow sailor who returned say anything specific about their experience? Were they too traumatized? What was that like? Uh, Flick, why don't you go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage? Uh, the longer you talk to them and the more questions you ask, and also depending on what the questions are, uh, the DC is going to just keep increasing. But you've got—I mean—but you've got some time. That's a twenty adjusted. Okay, uh, so yeah, another another sort of moment of silence while they all sort of remember. And uh, finally, one of them speaks up and says, well, Not much. Uh, was in and out of consciousness the whole time. Said he saw terrible things, rivers of molten lava with faces and beings in them. He was burned, something terrible. Said that a tornado of ash and cinders and embers engulfed the two of them, burnt him something horrible. 
He said that was only... They didn't get even very far inland, and they could see even bigger, louder, more terrifying creatures further inland, but they never got that far. How did you all make it to shore with the storms and the whirlpools? Uh, how... How did your ship fare? Uh, Kit, I will take a, an advantaged persuasion check from you as well. Uh, 16. That is enough. It took much longer than we were anticipating. We actually ended up finally being able to find a, a gap in the storms and the whirlpools by circumnavigating the island for a while. You know, we were trying to head straight line from, from here to there, but we needed to go quite a ways away and just be patient. I will also say, though, that um, we lost many a sail, even avoiding the worst of the storms. Extra supplies, it's a good thing we laid some in, and even then we were only barely able to, to return limping on what was left of our sails and our masts. I don't know if this is the right question, okay. but when when did you all land on the island? Um, Are you trying to ask, like, how long I, ago this was? Yeah, I kind of want to get a sense of if we can tell, like you know, how many of the nodes were consecrated or, uh, like, was oh, the Northern Island, like, still up and running or... It would have been, Just yeah. a sense of what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I think you okay. all only took out the Northern one, like, maybe three mm-hmm. or four... Days ago? Maybe five at the most days ago. Uh, right. But they've been mm-hmm. back for longer than that, yeah. So it was, it was while okay. the Northern was still active. Okay. There was one other thing as we were sailing away. In the center of the island, there was a light of some sort. Could only really see it at night as we were, well, fleeing for our lives. Don't know what it was. Didn't look like the fires that were raging all around. Wasn't orange. Didn't flicker. Something else. It was, could you tell, I assume, I mean, you were out at sea when you saw this. Was it like coming out of the ground? Was it coming, was it hovering in the air? No, no, it looked to be coming from somewhere at ground level because we couldn't see the SARS, but it was bright enough that we could see it from the sea. Are you thinking in Node? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the Arconium, I think. I don't think Bazira has any questions per se, but she does want to thank them for for their diligence to go out and to mm-hmm. be willing to kind of look into all this because they know it's important and like just their bravery. Uh, they appreciate it. You know, they they're in sort of a weird. Well, maybe it's not such a weird headspace, but a particular headspace about it where they like they they have had to tell themselves that this was a thing that had to be done, right? Mm-hmm. For like the safety of the world and that actually, you know, they did it because they had to and they accomplished exactly what they needed to because any more sort of like we could have chosen not to go, we could have done this differently, we could have whatever, whatever, means that they lost two of their friends and saw horrible things for no reason. So they appreciate the compliment, but they're also a little bit like, thank you, thank you, it's it's fine. Do you have any more questions? I don't have any more questions, I don't think. I think this gives us an idea of what is there. I kind of want, I think Kit feels like I'd like for us to debrief a little bit, especially like I think that this information plus the prophecy might be useful to compare together and see if like it sheds any more light on our understanding of what we need to do. That's where I am as well. I think the only thing Bizdira will ask is that if they heard anything that didn't sound like it it would in nature like it you know you know the sound of what a fire sounds like of what air and all that like did they hear any thing that sounded more predatory or predatory or like animalistic they they did not there 
you know, there was certainly sentience to some of the elemental things Mm -hmm. that they encountered, but in terms of, like, natural animals, they, I mean, not that there weren't any, but necessarily, but they certainly were not on this crew's radar in those few hours that they were, that they were there at the island. No, I I don't think that I have anything else. I think that we need to Um. gather our thoughts. Okay, Bizdira? I, I would just like to ask if they, like, you know, while we kind of digest what they told us, if if any of them would be willing to let us come back and talk to them again in the future, or if, you know, if any of them really don't want to come back to this ever again, that's totally fine and we'll be respectful of their wishes. But if any of them are willing to, just to let us know. Um, yeah, so that if and something comes up. Most of them are. Uh, you know, there are a couple who sort of don't answer, which is probably an answer in and of itself. But mm-hmm. most of them, six, you know, I'd say six of them, uh, sort of, you know, happy to have you back. Uh, we did what right. we could to help ye far. Uh, three, six. Where's the fourth well, one? There's another, right? She's actually having a baby. <laughs> well, at this point, she's, she's had. I can't keep had. saying that to these people. <laughs> Changes every, it's slightly every every episode. <laughs> She's having a baby. She had a baby. What's, right. What's going on? She's on maternity leave. Right. Yeah, she's on maternity leave. That's I, I see. Way. Ah, that's important. It's good that you all have good benefits for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah. She um, met a nice turtle. Settled down. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the turtle gets me. That's so good. I know. It's perfect. Um, okay. So anything else uh, then among the shipbuilders, the shipwrights, this whole area down here? I want to ask uh, the guy who we first talked to, mm-hmm. how shorthanded are they? Like, how many more hands would actually be helpful to build and make extra supplies and do all of that mm-hmm. stuff? And he sort of says, well, um... You know, we and this <laughs> this guy has not ever crewed a ship, uh, so he very noticeably does not have the accent. Because uh, so, that's how you get accents mm-hmm. is by doing activities. By um, doing that, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says to you, you know, he says, "Well, you know, it, it does. Uh, it seems fairly obvious that we are about to shift production from a fleet of exploratory ships for the Shimmerscale Tribe and for this island to." some as close as we can manage to some sort of naval fleet, I guess, which are words that I don't know why this little kobold knows, but here we are. Um, (laughs) And so he says, you know, we've been doing okay because we haven't needed, there hasn't necessarily been a time crunch, but now that there is, we can use anyone and everyone that you could send. I mean, how, what are you hoping to accomplish and by when? 14 months. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe 12. I was going to say 12. Yeah, okay, fair enough. (laughs) We need to transport people, so I feel like let's give ourselves some time to do that part. Sure, fine. If if you think it's necessary, then sure, we can say 12. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) So we've got a year, and you want to transport people like a dozen people, like a hundred people, like... As many people as we can. It's like, okay, <laughs> fair enough. I said we would could use as many people as you could give, and you're allowed to say as many people as we can. Uh, so he's like, you know, I mean, the truth is, in a year, we could probably put together two to four hardy 
big ships that could carry a couple dozen people safely through what the crew that has been there has said these ships will need to sail through. Um, And I would say, you know, that number just gets a little bigger with each additional hand we have to help. And that's also, of course, assuming no major setbacks, no... Uh, mm-hmm. Supply shortages, mm-hmm. no natural disasters, disasters for, no that natural might occur. He said, "Oh, did you notice the fire thing too? Yeah, that sucked in a shipwright wood facility. It was not great. I have to tell you." Yeah, we need to figure out a signal system so that if Uza is actually warning folks, that we can warn Send everyone around the island. Right. I like yeah. that. Um, that was a thought I had earlier. Well, so there you go. Reinforced. You do that. Reinforced. <laughs> Um, Great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That seems fair. And we'll try to send more people your way. Much appreciated. On the way, uh, well, while we're walking away from them, I think maybe I'll like turn to my girls and be like, do we think the orcs might help them build some ships? Let's ask Bab and uh, (laughs) Steve. (laughs) And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what Bab has to say. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You can reach out to the DLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Oh, and speaking of reviews. (gasps) Yay! We got us a new one. Oh, boy. This uh, <laughs> review is from James Ann, and James Ann says, So much love for this show. Five stars. The Last Refuge was a podcast that I found when I was at a really low point in my life. Aww. I had just dropped out of school for a second time. I remember driving home from work and just putting on a D&D podcast, and I fell in love with the characters and the world. So I listened to the show nonstop for the next few weeks and got inspired to pick up my paints for the first time in years and painted Flick. Then I painted Maria, Bizdira, and Kit. They weren't very good, but for once, that didn't matter to me. So as I fell in love with this podcast, I rediscovered my love for art. Now as you are releasing season nine and getting close to the end, I'm back in school studying art practice and creative writing. This podcast has everything that a good actual play has. It has heart and fun characters and drama with a great balance of rules and role-playing. The post-production and music just enhances the game. I am so happy and relieved to hear you say that. If you're looking for a good podcast to put on, The Last Refuge deserves all five stars. James and Wow. Oh my James. God. Thank you, James <laughs> and We're, we're going to cry. And congratulations. Yeah, yeah also yes, congratulations. congratulations. That's cool. <laughs> Wait, you, you have to incredible. send us all of the things because we love it. We don't. It's oh. gonna be amazing. Yeah, if you would like <laughs> okay. to share them with us, we will absolutely love to see them. And if you're comfortable with us sharing yes. them out, um, that's a thing. But also, if those paintings are for you and no one else ever gets to see them, that's also fine. We are we are very touched and very happy uh, and very excited to be able to congratulate you on being back in school yeah. and studying that stuff. Congratulations. And, that's and awesome. Finding yes. your passion again. That's that. incredibly important. So yes. amazing. What a joy. What a joy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not even going to make a joke about other people coming to write reviews because, like, that was lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but do come write reviews. If you want to know more about us <laughs> as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hens, and with me, I have... Bazira. Kit. And Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. New show, anyone? Oh, you know what? Oh, go ahead. Go No, no go ahead, go. girl. Well, okay, well, I, we would be... <laughs> oh, my lord. You go. I'm what? zipping my Karn, mouth. you talk. No, Karn, you talk first. Right now. Oh, no, she's... she's oh, she she's, no she's, she's, she's lost gone. the key to her she, mouth. Her mouth <laughs> is gone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's in distress. Oh, no, okay.